Going Linux, episode 431. Welcome to Linux, part 5, adding software to Ubuntu Mate. Welcome to the Going Linux podcast. I'm your host, Larry Bushy. And I'm your co-host, Bill. Whether you're new to Linux, upgrading from Windows to Linux, or just thinking about moving to Linux, this podcast will provide you valuable information and advice that will help you in going Linux. We hope that you will find this and all of our episodes helpful in learning about Linux and open source applications and using them to get things done. If you want, you can send us feedback at our email address at goinglinux at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 1-904-468-7889. Hello, Bill. How are things going? Going great. Job is great. No complaints. Um, it's October, so fall is here. So mm-hmm. cooler weather. and uh, Yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> uh, I'm tired of getting uh, all that you know wet stuff get on my forehead. That's that's not good. That's yeah, sweat. Yeah. And it's not not rain. Yeah, <laughs> it's not rain. So you know, Larry, I I do have a uh, one little topic. I'm getting the itch okay. to distro hop again. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Suggestions. Okay, just- <laughs> uh well listen let's review what have you got you've got more than one machine so tell us what you're running um actually uh ubuntu mate and linux okay Mint. that's the only two so you want to try something else i want to try something else yeah yeah so i think okay. our listeners should tell me what i should look at i think you're right i think you're right so let's Let's uh, hear from our listeners, either send in an email or voice recording or whatever, with your suggestion as to what you would like Bill to try out, something maybe you would like to try, but you're a little reticent to get started on it, or maybe just something that you'd like to see his reaction on. Uh, Send it in. Let us know. And let us know why. Why is it you want Bill to try Mm, out a particular distro? Chances are you're going to be on something else by the time we record again. So. <laughs> but we will take requests. I, I just full disclosure. I did back up my Ubuntu Mate machine, so if it goes terribly bad, I can get back to a working machine. <laughs> that reminds me, I've got to do a backup. I haven't done a backup in a while. Ooh, what is wrong with baby. you? I know, I know. I'm usually better than that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Larry, today we are going to be discussing how to add software to Ubuntu Mate. This will give okay. you. This is. They will give us an overview of how to add software to your Linux system. Now, okay, all this material is from Larry's book, which I could not approve upon, so I kind of borrowed it with permission. Um, yes, with permission. Uh, but I was like, I was looking at it, it's like, because we talk about Ubuntu Mate, I said, I'd like to do a more specific episode. And it's like, hey, he's already done all the work. Why should I have to do it again? So I, <laughs> <laughs> I just copied and pasted and, and added a few yeah. little things. Don't kill me. 
<laughs> yeah, hey, that's okay. Um, I don't mind that at all. It saves us both some work and uh, allows us to share the information that's in the book with our listeners without them having to purchase the book. Yeah. But again, if you do want to buy the book, we'll have a link in the show notes to the book and where you can get free copies of older editions of the book. But if you want the latest, which is um, the one that I did for 2204, that's the long-term support release that we're on right now for Ubuntu mm -hmm. Mate. Um, I'll provide the link to that as well. And... The book is called Using Ubuntu Mate and Its Applications, Ubuntu Mate 22.04 Edition. Yeah, so if if you do want to pick up a copy of the book, we'd appreciate it. And uh, if you just simply like to look at something from, I don't know, 20.04, the last long-term support release, you can do that. But bear in mind, there have been a lot of improvements and additions and changes as well. So you might want to take a look at that latest revision of the book yeah. last edition of the book yeah anyway uh what we've done in the past here is we have done four other episodes of um getting started with linux and with those episodes we talked a little bit about getting started with linux and uh what if you um what what if you took the position that you didn't really have to run Windows and you were fed up of all of all the advertising that you get, uh, pop-ups and various other things on Windows and promotional editions of junkware and that sort of stuff. And we talked about how to download and create the media to start your installation. And the last time we talked about how to use open source software to get a new job, which Bill did. So Yay. that's good. And so this time, now that you have Ubuntu Mate installed, uh, let's take a look at how to install additional software. It comes with a lot of software out of the box. And we've talked a little bit about that as well. Uh, and that software is designed to get you started to do things that you would typically likely need to do, like choose a web browser and and that write an email and <laughs> write a letter email, it's, yeah it's all included in there so an office suite is in there and organizing your pictures and doing some basic editing on the pictures and just a text editor and a terminal if you want to do some some a little digging into the back end of linux so this is this is not just for beginners this is for people maybe who have been using Linux for a while and want to try Ubuntu Mate as a distro hopper might want to do. Uh, and so we're going to talk about not what's included out of the box in this episode, but rather how you go about adding additional software to your Linux uh, installation, in particular Ubuntu Mate. Uh, that's right. Some people, if you just use them for work or whatever, you don't really need to add anything. But if you use it for everything, you know, there's there's a lot of cool software that's available. Um, so all the software packages that are, are uh, that are available are tested for Ubuntu Mate. So and is available online uh, with their software repositories. Think software catalog. 
The concept of the software repositories is likely not all that familiar to long-time users switching from Windows since classic Windows users normally had to go to the brick-and-mortar store or to the software publisher's site online to purchase new software for their Microsoft operating system. For Mac OS users, however, the concept of the Apple App Store is similar in concept and and they have the same, uh, same sort of software repositories. But both contain trusted applications verified to run on their respective operating systems. Unlike most software in the App Store, the vast majority of Linux applications are neither proprietary nor expensive. Yeah. So the software repositories for Ubuntu Mate are in a number of different places. You don't really need to worry too much about how to find those places. But there is something called the Software Boutique. And anything that's in the Software Boutique is a collection of software that has been, as Bill said, vetted for use with Ubuntu Mate by the Ubuntu Mate team. It's hand-selected or curated. And there are other software repositories available as well. And these things are called by different names uh, and different Linux distributions. And they're referred to as software catalogs or software libraries or software centers or software sources or simply as we refer to them, software repositories. Or um, repos for short. Repos, yes. So all the repos contain almost all of the full-featured free and open-source software that's been tested for installation on Ubuntu Mate and other Ubuntu derivatives. And there are other places you can get software as well, but we'll get into that as we move forward with this episode. The Ubuntu software repositories include thousands of applications in hundreds of categories suitable for just about any professional or recreational pursuit, and most are free of charge. When you use Ubuntu Mate, these applications, as well as security updates, driver updates, application updates, software, <laughs> software upgrades, and operating system upgrades, are all available from trusted sources. No more searching for things on the web and say oh i can i need that um so you're not going to be risking malware junkware or ransomware as a result of downloading from the wrong site ubuntu software catalog is the ultimate in a trusted source there are several ways to obtain software from the software catalogs that are available ubuntu mate's own software boutique is provided out of the box with Ubuntu Mate, and it's a carefully curated selection of the best-in-class applications from the Ubuntu repositories. And they've been chosen because they integrate well, complement Ubuntu Mate, and enable you to personalize your computing experience on Ubuntu Mate. When you first install Ubuntu Mate, the software boutique is the main graphical application you will use to install software. Thousands of applications not available in the software boutique are also available to explore in the full Ubuntu software catalog and from the unique Snap Store located at snapcraft.io/store. 
You have full access to the entire Ubuntu library of software at any time using the command line or by enabling one or more of the software centers available from the software boutique. And just another additional point is Ubuntu Mate also, in addition to supporting everything that I just talked about, including Snap packages, uh, Ubuntu Mate also has support you can enable for flat packs as well. Uh, so snaps and flat packs are alternative ways of packaging up software for installation on any Linux distribution that supports snaps and flat packs. So you have those available to you too. Yeah, and uh, just to give you an idea for the new users, a flat pack or snap um, is Think of it as a box with everything that you need to run the software inside that box. All the requirements um, are all there. So you, it's, it's like a very clean way to have your applications installed. They can be updated without affecting your main system. One thing that you should all uh, realize is that you really don't have to worry about whether it uses a snap package for your application or it uses a flat pack or just from the repositories. Um, if you get it from an Ubuntu approved source like the repos or snapcraft.io, um, you're going to get a trusted um, software that should work 99.9. There's always that outlier. Believe me, I've had those. So We've, we've mentioned the software boutique, which comes with Ubuntu Mate. But in the software boutique, you can install an application called Snap Store, which allows you to use that application to look specifically for snap packages if you want to. And it's a graphical application. And from the software boutique as well, you can install something called simply Software. And that's a very similar application to the Snap Store. And it gives you access to all of Ubuntu's uh, repository of software. So there are other things you can install, like Synaptic Package Manager, that you can enable from the Software Boutique. Uh, so Software Boutique is your starter pack, if you will, of curated applications, but also uh, applications that allow you access to additional software. And all of that, as Bill has said, are... Uh, software from trusted sources. You're not going to a publisher's website or some shady version of a publisher's website <laughs> that's going to give you uh, viruses and spyware and everything else. Uh, these are trusted sources. So how do we install these things? Uh, okay. Bill? So we install these using the software boutique. So one, to launch the software boutique from the menus, choose menu. Administration, Software, and Boutique. One easy way to discover applications is to click one of the icons across the top of the window that represent categories and scroll through the list and read the uh, descriptions and for more information. And that's a lot of fun. If you're just exploring, that, I do that all the time to see what's new. If you know the name of the package you want to install, click the magnifying glass search icon at the top right 
to begin a search. So you'll have a little icon. So say um, you wanted to install Audacity. You would just type AUD and usually you'll pop up. And so the next step is once you've found the application you want to install, just click the install button right there next to the application. Your application will not be installed immediately, though. It will be added to the bulk queue. And mm -hmm. what bulk queue is, you can click install for multiple applications before you begin the install process. And they will, uh, once you begin that install process, it'll install everything that you selected to install. That's cool. So, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty handy. To view the list of applications you've added to the bulk queue, Click the icon to the left of the search icon, and the bulk queue icon will uh, give you a list. Then you can click Apply Changes. There's a button right there for clicking, and that will begin the installation. You'll be notified when the installations have completed, and you'll be able to close the software boutique at that point. And you've got everything installed that you just selected. And that seems a little too hard a couple buttons come on larry uh, uh, yeah i know i know <laughs> maybe we can get on to the uh, ubuntu mate project and see if we can get them to make it a little more complex maybe yeah you know I, for people. Yeah, yeah that'd be great if you don't find what you're looking for in software boutique you can easily install one of the available software centers to explore the complete ubuntu software catalog from within the software boutique, choose the more software category. Using the icon at the top of the software boutique's main window, the selection labeled simply software installs a simple graphical application that lets you browse, install, and update additional software applications and system extensions from the Ubuntu software repositories. The Synaptic Package Manager is a more powerful graphical package management application that lets you install software onto your computer and manage the software that is already installed. It uh, also allows you to search, install, upgrade, and remove packages using those software repositories. Synaptic also lets you add more software sources, modify repository settings, view change logs, and even lock a package into a specific version. Ubuntu Mate always has security in mind. Regardless of how you choose to install software, to ensure your security, you are always asked for your password before anything can be installed. These are some of the most popular software selections beyond those pre-installed with Ubuntu Mate. Barrier, the keyboard and mouse sharing applications. Dropbox for file sharing, GIMP, an advanced image editor, Microsoft Teams for Linux, MindTest, a Minecraft-inspired game, Skype for Linux, the Steam gaming platform, Slack, collaboration tool for Teams, Spotify for music, Telegram message application, VirtualBox, virtual machine, Visual Studio Code Editor, and many, many more. That's just some of the ones that uh, kind of are at the top of the list. If you don't have what you need, you can usually find it in the repositories. Yep. Uh, there is so much more software available in Ubuntu 
uh, catalog and in the Snap Store. You can browse the application's name or by function what the application does because the vast majority of the software available in the repository is free. That's right, free. You can try applications, and if you don't like them, or if they don't do what you expect them to do, you can just install them just as easily. Say, no, nope, that doesn't work. Get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now that we've discussed how to get software on Ubuntu Mate, what are some of the software packages that you install first, uh, Bill, or do you install anything? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. rhetorical question. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh wow. So, I like to install Wine, and I usually take a look at to see if there are any new um, photo editing software uh, that's been out. I tend to try mm -hmm. them all to see which one that I like out of all of them, and mm -hmm. I look into the Ham Radio software. You know, just because they have some cool logging, uh, you know, receiver control software that um, works for some of the radios that I will one day hopefully own. <laughs> uh, yeah, so ham and wine. You're not pouring a beverage or stuffing some meat into your uh, USB port or anything like that. No, what, no. What are these, what are these software port packages you're talking about here? <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, wine stands for wine. Uh, wine is not a an emulation layer, but you use it to help run Windows programs. Um, sometimes uh, I want to see if I can get an older game to run on Linux, and sometimes you have to play with the wine versions. Not so much anymore because a lot of it's just uh, plug and play. The Ham software um, is um, for logging your contacts. Uh, some of them uh, have uh, control software, so a lot of these uh, high-frequency uh, rigs uh, or radios require special software to make them work. The functions of the radio are controlled by software. Got it. Okay, sometimes you need to update or uh, they, there's new features that can be added. So some of the software uh, for these radios uh, are proprietary and someone has taken the time to f actually write it in open source so you can modify it to what you want to do. And it's always interesting to look at it um, and see what's coming. And um, But the logging software they use during contests uh, and uh, yeah, it's just, you know, photo. Um, I like Darktable. Um, I like uh, oh yeah yeah dark tables really good. What's uh, GIMP? Of course, I always play with GIMP, and I really suck at it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I thought they were going to incorporate all that together, but they haven't yet. Uh, and what's the other one is? Um, oh, geez, I was just using it not too long ago. Oh well. <laughs> 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 there, are, there are lots of uh, software applications you use, I'm sure. Uh, there's too many to name them all because it, you go down a rabbit hole, you click the category, and the next thing you know, you're like, oh, I don't know what that does. Let's play with that. And yep. I've been guilty of spending way too much time just playing with new software and, and finding things I like. Um, there's um, also... 
the ones that um, I like to look at are also ones for like uh, the uh, email handlers, um, mm-hmm. uh, web browsers. Um, I like to do, I like to see what the latest and greatest is. Uh, you can install um, Opera, uh, Firefox if it's not installed, a Chrome, a Chromium, not uh, the open source version of Chrome, right. and uh, Vel- Vivaldi I believe is available and. Sure. Uh, I'm sure there's more, but it seems like there's always a new one. There's even one called that's uh, um, a version of Chromium called Moon something. Um, that's even kind of more uh, pale moon or something like that. I looked at, but there's a lot of you always. I'm always looking to see what how the software's matured and if it has any uh, cool features or uh, a new favorite. So yeah. So yeah, and and speaking of web browsers, um, w- one p- way to install web browsers that we haven't talked about is right from Ubuntu Mate's welcome application. That's the introductory thing that comes up first. Mm-hmm. It's got a getting started button and a link to the software boutique. And uh, one of the buttons is a browser selection button. And on the latest version of Ubuntu Mate, it gives you the choice of... Firefox, Chrome, Brave, Opera, Chromium, Edge, and Vivaldi. Uh, And you can choose one or all of those and choose one of them to be your default. So you can have up to, what is it, seven browsers installed? Not enough. Uh, Need more. Yeah, yeah. So there are others out there, but (laughs) if you want to select from those browsers, if you're doing web development and you want to be able to look at how does something display on Chrome or Edge or Vivaldi or Opera or Brave? You can choose all of those and you can look at your web development efforts uh, on all of them without having to switch to another machine or install anything else. You can just install them from the welcome application. So what software do you uh, pick, Larry? I know you, you use Barrier. Yes, yeah, that's one of the first ones that I install because I have multiple computers and I like to use a single keyboard and mouse with all the computers that I have. And that allows me to do that. So just going down my all uh, category in the menu on Ubuntu Mate, I'll read off some of the ones that I install as soon as I install Ubuntu Mate. Barrier is number one. Then I install Bitwarden because I need all of my uh, passwords. Caffeine I install. Uh, that's a little application that allows you to control whether or not your computer goes to sleep. Uh, you can disable it from going to sleep under all conditions or you can turn it back to normal where it goes to sleep according to your power management settings. Uh, I do install Dropbox because I use Dropbox. I have an application called CopyQ. Uh, it allows me to control it a lot more Uh, flexibility, the clipboard. And so I can go back to things that I've clipped before and paste them in and that kind of thing. I install Discord, of course, because we use it for communicating when we're doing podcast recording. Uh, Let's see. um, Document scanner is provided by default, so that's not something I install. Uh, I install HPLIP because I have an HP printer. It works with other printers as well, by the way. But uh, it allows me 
to see ink uh, levels and things like that that aren't uh, provided with the standard out-of-the-box printer uh, connections. Uh, you can easily connect your printer on Linux, any Linux, uh, but this HPLIP gives you a little more control over some of the fine detail. Nice. I install things like FileZilla so that I can uh, update files on the website, particularly related to our podcast, uh, GIMP I install, and see, going down the list, some other things... Uh, some things I enable that are provided out of the box are some of the accessibility uh, applications. I like to install a couple of those, but that's not something you have to install. We're talking about what else do I install? VPN, I have that. Simple note, I use that because I can create notes and sync them across multiple computers. I install both the Snap Store application and the software application, as well as the software boutique that comes, and Synaptic Package Manager. I install all of them, mainly to see how they work, see if there are any changes. Uh, I have some um, Logitech uh, keyboards and mice that I like to uh, set up, so I install something called Solar, S-O-L-A-A-R, that allows you to control the little USB dongles that uh, they use on the Logitechs, and that allows me to help other people to, when when they buy a new mouse uh, and they've lost the dongle, uh, I take one of the spare ones I have and set it up to work with their mouse, for example. Uh, let's see, I don't want to go through all of these virtual box as well as virtual machine manager I use a couple of different virtual environments to do some testing on new versions of Ubuntu Mate and X2Go. Uh, X2Go is something that allows you to control other computers uh, graphically. Uh, you can share the uh, other computer's screen on your screen as though you were sitting in front of it and a bunch of other stuff, but uh, like Visual Studio Code and other things. But that's kind of the basic selection of things that I install right out of the box because I use them all the time. And then I'm always installing and uninstalling things that I want to try or see if there's a better version of out there. Well, I forgot two, uh, two of the ones I uh, install. I, how, how could I forget Discord? It's like one of the very first things I do. Yeah. Um, but I've been playing with Blender. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bl yeah. yeah. Just seeing because it's, it's, it's like... Got so many features. I just look at it and I'm like, oh, I'm going to learn Blender. And then about 10 minutes into it, it's like, I can't learn all this in one day. Uh, let's go play Frozen Bubbles something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I do install, but I will deny it if you ask. Yep. Yeah. And of course, I also install Audacity. I didn't mention that one, but I kind of figured that went without saying <laughs> since that's what we use all the time for recording the podcast. <laughs> Uh, anything else you want to add to your list? Uh, uh, I think you've pretty much smoked my list. My list is more. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Remind me not to steal anything from your book again. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> uh, jeez. Uh, so, uh, okay. Yeah, continuing on. The main thing 
I think that we were trying to get across is there's a lot of software that you can use in Linux and uh, you have a, um, a good ability to try out all of the great software. It just get, it gives you freedom to experiment and to try different things without breaking the bank. Yes, exactly. Uh, and like we said, it's all from trusted sources. If you stick to those that uh, we've talked about, you can go to a publisher's website and look to see if they have uh, a Linux package. If it's not available in any of the um, curated or otherwise vetted sources. And generally speaking, you need to be as careful doing that on Linux as you are on Windows or Mac. But you can, of course, do that. But I always treat that as a last resource because there is uh, a lot to be had in the repositories for Linux that are designed by open source software developers specifically for Linux. Uh, so you don't need to go to proprietary websites to find stuff for the most part. But you can if you need to. So if you've got this yeah. unique piece of hardware like a scanner or something like that, that the simple scan or some of the out-of-the-box scanning applications won't allow you to use. You can always try the scanning hardware manufacturer's website to see if they have something that you can install for Linux. Uh, and, um, yeah, just be careful. <laughs> yes. So if you've enjoyed the information that Larry wrote, and he wrote a whole book, as he mentioned before, and it's on Ubuntu Mate. I highly recommend you go take a look at it, because um, I stole all this information from Larry, and uh, he has not sent any hitmen at me yet. So, yes, definitely. Yeah, uh, the, the, the book is open source, so <laughs> yeah, it's Creative Commons licensed, so you can steal, plagiarize, do whatever you want to do. Just... Uh, you know, give me some attribution that hey, you've 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 got this from my book. That's so, all. So everybody, I stole all this information from Larry's book. Yeah, there you go. That's There's that. There, I've <laughs> made the, the request. <laughs> but seriously, it, it's a good book. I I've uh, bought the first one, an actual hard copy, and it come um, from Amazon. It was it was. Pretty helpful. It, it, like I said, it's it, you can use it if you're an experienced user or a new user. Uh, no, we're not just sitting here trying to haul Calary's book. Buy it, buy it, buy it. Um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it's a good resource. But then again, you can also go look at the older revisions of it and get this, uh, a lot of good information too. So, Larry, thank you for writing the book and allowing me to plagiarize and steal all the ideas today. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Happy to help our listeners and Linux users and uh, to help make your job of creating these episodes uh, easier. So uh, happy to help. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got the new job. I'm really getting into this. Oh, all the work's been done. I'm just going to borrow it. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. it's great. No, seriously. Um, thank you, Larry. It's That book does have a lot of information in and this was just one little section of it. So yeah. there's a lot more in there that uh, I even I pick up something um, from it. So, Larry, right. thank and, you very much. Uh, no problem at all. And just uh, 
One thing I would like to say is we will continue to take information from the book and provide it in these episodes that are entitled uh, Getting Started with Linux. So we'll continue to do that. But what's in the book besides what we're sharing here are specific examples, some specific step-by-step instructions, some illustrations in the book as to how to do what we're talking about. So uh, you're getting a portion, an audio form, of what's included in the book, but you're not getting everything. So uh, if, if listening to this podcast gets you what you need, great. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you want a little more detail, some specific step-by-steps that you can follow, just to give you some additional confidence so you can build your competence using uh, Ubuntu Mate. That's what the book is for. So uh, feel free to download uh, some older uh, releases of the book just to get a familiarity with what's included. And some of the things don't change from release to release. So the older copies are fine. If you want information about the latest features in the latest release, uh, that's what the book is for. And that's why I update the book on every... I've I've done it in the past for some interim releases of Ubuntu Mate, but I think I'm going to, to um, uh, update the book for each long-term support release because that's where the features um, are released that last the longest, that aren't subject to change uh, on a regular six-month basis. So that makes the book a little more useful for a longer term. And I think most people are sticking with the long-term support releases anyway, so you're not missing anything. Yeah. So, uh, okay. yeah, that's, that's good, Larry. This is a, a, a more of a Ubuntu Mate-focused episode. This was just a one-off uh, for this subject because I wanted some, there might be some people running and say, how do I install stuff in Ubuntu Mate? Because we talk about it all the time. But we'll get yeah. back to more general uh, subjects uh, going forward, and occasionally we'll have a very specific one, and this is one of the very specific ones, but it won't be uh, by the book, by the book, by the book, by the book all the time. Yeah, exactly. But you should yeah, buy the book. Software, yeah, <laughs> the software boutique is uh, unique to uh, Ubuntu Mate, and some of the step-by-steps we've talked about in this podcast episode are unique to Ubuntu Mate. But the applications, they are across all Linux distributions, and in some cases, they're cross-platform with Windows and uh, Mac OS as well. So, you know, don't think that what we're talking about in this episode is only going to be applicable to Ubuntu Mate. Just portions of it that are unique to Ubuntu Mate are, of course. But the applications, and in general, the advice that we're giving about, you know, Choosing software from trusted sources and things like that are applicable no matter what Linux version you're using. Yep. There you go. So our next episode, as always, we alternate between an episode like this and a listener feedback episode. So our next episode will be listener feedback. Until then, you can go to our website at goinglinux.com for articles and show notes, as well as links to download and subscribe. We provide you with the website for computer users who just want to use Linux to get things done. And if you'd like, you can participate directly with our friendly and helpful community members by joining the discussion in our Going Linux podcast community on community.goinglinux.com. 
Until next time, thanks for listening. 73. Music provided by Mark Blasco at podcastthemes.com.